Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra, bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on your schedule like podcasts. Here's the latest. It's the 23rd day of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Here's a roundup of events there. President Biden spoke with Chinese President Xi Jinping about the war in Ukraine today. Chinese media reports that Xi told Biden, quote, the Ukraine crisis is something we don't want to see. China also reports that Xi said the crisis is in no one's interest. China is a Russian ally, but has been extremely cautious with its statements about the invasion. At least 130 survivors have been rescued from the theater in Mariupol hit by a Russian attack earlier this week. That's according to Ukrainian officials. However, up to a thousand people, including many families, had reportedly been sheltering in the theater and many remain unaccounted for. Arnold Schwarzenegger has posted a nine-minute video appealing directly to Russians to stop the war. The former California governor addresses Russian soldiers, telling them that every bullet they shoot targets a brother or sister. He calls on Putin to halt hostilities immediately, and he ends with a tribute to the Russians who've been protesting the war. The world has seen your bravery. We know that you have suffered the consequences of your courage. You have been arrested, you have been jailed, and you have been beaten. You are my new heroes. Schwarzenegger's Twitter account is one of just 22 that the Kremlin follows. Pity the poor oligarchs. At least four private jets left Russia on Thursday and headed for Dubai. It's not clear who was on board, but it's part of a trend where the country's mega-rich are trying to park their planes and yachts in places relatively safe from sanctions. It also may be connected to Putin's speech earlier this week, in which he denounced bastards and traitors, apparently referring to overseas oligarchs. Imagine the McDonald's logo, the two golden arches against a red background. Now imagine you rotate the arches clockwise so they're on their side, and you add a vertical bar on the left to make it look like the letter B. Yeah? Okay. Well, that's what the Russian fast food chain Uncle Vanya has done for its new logo in the wake of Mickey D's pulling out of the country. Yes, they've stolen the world's most iconic branding. Why a B, you ask? Well, in the Cyrillic alphabet, Bs are actually V's, like for Vanya. 
Burger King wants to follow McDonald's lead and shut down all of its locations in Russia. But there's a catch. Alexander Kolobov, the Russian businessman, controls the chain's 800 locations in the country. So when the parent company announced it would close up shop in Russia, Kolobov simply refused. Papa John's faces a similar issue because an American who owns nearly 200 Russian locations says he plans to keep selling pizzas. Coming up, we talk about how some workers have quit only to hate their new jobs and how to avoid new hires remorse. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere, can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybridwork. Earlier this week, Pfizer asked the FDA for an emergency authorization of a second COVID booster shot for adults 65 and up. Now, Moderna is going a step further. Last night, it asked the FDA to greenlight its second booster for all adults. Health officials are concerned about waning effectiveness of the booster shot that was approved in the fall. COVID cases are back on the rise in the U.S. amid a subvariant of Omicron, which is causing massive surges in Europe and Asia. If you've been feeling beaten down by the pandemic like most of us have, you may take comfort in this. In 2021, acts of benevolence like donating to charity, volunteering, and helping a stranger increased dramatically by 25% on a global scale. That's according to the UN's World Happiness Report. You can celebrate a kinder world right now by donating to help Ukrainian children at unicefusa.org. Tens of millions of Chinese residents are back in strict lockdown as the world around them continues to ease COVID restrictions. But infections in China are surging, driven by Omicron. The average number of daily cases is above 1,600. Now, the country's numbers are still low compared to the U.S. and the U.K., but the government has a zero COVID policy, which many residents are finding frustrating. Some tell Reuters they feel trapped. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is keeping Dolly Parton on its nomination list, ignoring the country music superstar's request to be excluded. You may remember Parton wrote a letter earlier this week asking to withdraw because she felt she hasn't released enough rock music to be considered. She didn't want to split the vote. Well, the Hall of Fame says Dolly's humility is just one reason she's earned her nomination. Because, of course, rock stars are famous for humility? University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thomas has made history. She's now the first transgender athlete to win an NCAA Division I title. She finished first in the women's 500-yard freestyle event last night. Thomas has been in the headlines a lot recently, becoming the face of the never-ending debate around trans people in sports. In an ESPN video clip after the race, she said she tries to ignore the comments and focus on swimming, just as someone yelled cheater at her in the background. American Airlines says it'll start selling alcohol again on flights. It is the last major U.S. airline to do so. At the beginning of the pandemic, airlines paused all alcohol sales and limited food options on flights. American says sales will resume April 18th, to which I say... I'm ready to party! We are about a year into the Great Resignation, and new studies are showing something surprising. 
most of the people who left their jobs for greener pastures aren't necessarily happier in their new positions. Insider's Rebecca Knight calls this new hire's remorse. Rebecca, what's going on here? So exactly what you said, it's new hire's remorse. It sounds a little like buyer's remorse. So there are so many job openings. Recruiters are desperate to fill roles. And so they may be painting a slightly rosier picture than reality warrants because they they really want to get butts in seats. So Mm. people are getting into these jobs and then feeling this sinking sense of regret that the role or company Uh, that was advertised was nothing like they were led to believe. The culture is different. The flexibility that they were promised is is non-existent. and, And things are not what they seem. This sounds a little bit like a classic bait and switch. Well, so I think that makes it sound more nefarious than it really is. Mm. I mean, I I don't think it's so bait and switch. I think that maybe recruiters are just trying to to say what what people want to hear. So sure, we've got lots of growth opportunities, no internal politics. Flexibility is our middle name. We can do what you need. Give us an example from someone you've spoken to who had this happen to them. So I spoke with this woman who is in Silicon Valley. Her name is Maritza Maldonado. She was interviewing for an HR contract job, and she really liked the hiring manager they had she said she had great energy and um, the hiring manager said oh we're um, a little behind technologically but but this is a place where you can really come in and make your mark and we want to make changes and none of those things turned out to be true she walked mm-hmm. in on the first day into a room, a storage closet that was filled with stacks of papers. She said, I'm in Silicon Valley. I can't tell you the last time I had to file papers. Rebecca, how does this still relatively new remote work environment play into all of this? In the before times, when you were interviewing for a job, you would probably go to that office three, four times, and you'd have a lot of opportunities to observe. And you'd hear whether the office was lively. Are people laughing? Do they seem to be enjoying themselves? Or is it more quiet and serious? Now, in the remote job recruitment process, you're just doing a couple of Zooms and you're done. You're you're either offered the job or, or you're not. And so that's not giving people the information that they need to make an informed decision. Let's do some quick role play. So pretend I am interviewing you for a job and I say, so I say, Rebecca, do you have any questions for me? Uh, What questions would you ask me in order to kind of gauge what kind of company culture you'd be walking into and avoid new hires remorse? What would you ask? A career coach that I spoke with recommended asking positive negative questions because what you really are trying to figure out is what are the things that are not so great about working here? So you can ask these positive negative questions. So how do you celebrate wins here? How are failures handled? What happens if someone makes a mistake? Ask someone, what are you proudest of about working here? And what are some things that the company might still need to work on? So those are the kinds of questions you should be asking to tease out and and to, to to have the hiring manager reveal all the warts. Any red flags people should be looking for in people's answers? I think the red flags would just be if if someone says, oh, everything's great here. We're great. We, I, I, this is this is wonderful. And read between the lines, too. If you hear someone say, oh, there's no internal politics. We're all family here. Mm, that's probably because <laughs> there's no boundaries. Um, and so 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 just remember, you're interviewing them, too. Rebecca Knight is a senior correspondent covering careers and the workplace at Insider. 
Be sure to follow the Refresh from Insider on your favorite podcast apps, or better yet, go to insider.com slash the refresh to use our custom designed player. We also want to hear from you. Reach us at the refresh at insider.com. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to the Refresh from Insider. Insider.